Welcome back to the Play and Listen podcast. This is episode 100. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, time out for a second here. This is your 100th episode, JD. You've made 100 episodes of a totally kick-ass podcast that focuses on video game music. You've covered every era, just about every genre. You start off the show with an awesome video game soundtrack, and that's all you play throughout the show. And for episode 100, you run out this weak-ass stuff? (sighs) Dude... Get your shit together.
Hello, and welcome to the Play and Listen podcast. My name is JD. Thank you for listening. Play and Listen is a place where we can relax, talk about our favorite games to play, and listen to our favorite and most memorable gaming music. You can listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash play and listen. And if you have any feedback, or if you would like to submit one of your favorite VGM tracks, please email us at podcastplayandlisten at gmail.com, or message me on Twitter. You can find me on Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation at Deloon1989. And don't forget, we stream every Monday and every Friday, and sometimes on Saturdays, starting between 8 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern, to youtube.com slash playandlisten, twitch.tv slash playandlisten, and mixer.com slash deloon1989. So, we did it. Two years. 100 episodes. Never planned on this. Never knew it was going to go this far. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, we, we've alluded to it in the past few episodes, but it's time for me to start focusing on the original podcast idea I wanted to do. So, no big deal, not going to make a big deal out of it, but I did want to do a cool, fun episode for number 100, and it's not the end of the podcast, it's just the end of it being a weekly thing. So, uh, we have plenty of episodes coming up um, in the near future that, that are going to going to go up. The RSS feed will stay up for as long as financially possible. Should, you know, should be up for a while. And um, the YouTube stuff and the streaming stuff is not going anywhere. If anything, that, that'll pick up a bit. So, the, um, you know, not, not the end of the world. I hope people aren't too disappointed. And before we go any further, let's, uh, let's get a couple things cleared up here. That first track we heard was not from a video game, which uh, our good friend Brent from shortpause.com was kind enough to uh, time travel and, and uh, interject his thoughts on the intro to this episode with. Uh, that That was, um, if you guys are familiar with our stream, sometimes I play, there's a uh, 24-7 lo-fi hip-hop channel that streams um, like these great instrumental hip-hop tracks. They're like nice chill tracks. Great stuff to game to, relax to, whatever. But uh, this was one that just I really loved. It's it's like driving down the the uh, ocean boulevard, like in a convertible with with your with your good friends and and some cute girls or whatever. Wind wind blowing, uh, breezing past your ears. It's like that perfect summer track, and I love it for that. So I wanted to share this one, but um and of course Brent, uh, like I said, time traveled and, and corrected my. My errors because this is a this is a video game music podcast so you know sorry about that but then we were we were redeemed with some Mega Man X3 music we just did that Mega Man X episode but there's so much good Mega Man X music that uh, I had a couple more I wanted to share this one is Volt Catfishes <laughs> look I love that 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 boss there Volt Catfish this was his uh his uh, stages music. This one was composed by Kanuyo Yamashita, and it was arranged and performed by Metal Tool, who uh, we've played a bunch of his songs. This guy's a uh, total badass on, on guitar. and uh, So yeah, Soul Chef, Hello, was the intro track, and then Mega Man X3 Volt Catfish, by as performed by Metal Tool. So before we go any further, first of all, I want to just say thanks to everybody who's listened to the show, obviously. That goes without saying. Um, and thanks to the people who've helped out along the way 
first and foremost, I got to thank the guys from Short Paws, Brent, Ben, Frankie, Bender, you guys, um, as a fan of your show and, and hearing regular, you know, like-minded working class guys doing a gaming podcast on a website on their spare time, um, really did inspire me to, to want to do my own thing. And I uh, can't thank you guys enough for all the help and just the, the good times, uh, gaming and stuff. And, and there's more to come. Like I said, this isn't really an end as much as it is uh, slowing down the podcast. So thank you guys so much. Um, thanks to Jake and Trap from Polykill for basically the same thing. Uh, started listening to both those shows very early on. And, um, you know, we've had the guys on as guests. And I, I've been on their show. And um, just same thing. Good, good, uh, regular working class guys doing doing a podcast for, for something that they love and uh, just doing it completely out of passion. Thank thank you guys uh, so much, and uh, I look forward to, to hearing more episodes. Trav, you got to bring back the collect calls, man. It's like my favorite thing. And uh, Next Level Gaming, original, OG Next Level Gaming, uh, also one of the earlier podcasts I listened to. A matter of fact, that's how I discovered Short Paws. Uh, Francis went on uh, as a guest on onto Mike's show, and uh, that that's how I found out about Short Paws, so... Thanks uh, specifically to, to you three guys. Now, if I forget anybody or don't mention anyone and I don't remember by the end of the show, do not take it personally. Um, a scatter, scatterbrain, scatterbrained, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, it's nothing personal. But um, So again, thanks to everybody who's listened. Thanks to Jason from Scarlet Moon Productions and uh, Materia Collective um, for, for getting lots of awesome people on on the show composers and arrangers on to discuss their music um thank thank you uh, so much for that man for that opportunity that was a lot of fun and it was nice talking to um very talented musicians and and lovers of gaming music um and of course thanks to all the materia collective people for for coming on that that was it's it's great and and um you know like i said the podcast isn't over hopefully we will have more people on in the future when we can it's it's uh it's a lot of fun talking to people. So, and um, everybody else who's been on, Crazy Juan, um, my my brother-in-law Brian, uh, again, all all the guests and everybody who listened, everybody who's helped. Thank you all so much. I really really appreciate it. So, let's get right to the rest of the music. This next one is from one of my absolute favorite games, the best action-adventure game ever, besides maybe Ocarina of Time. That's still up in the air for me, which is, of course, The Witcher 3. This is a cool version of... It's kind of like a medley of, of The Witcher 3 music. This is called Dancing with Monsters. It's um, arranged and performed by Eon. Um, it's Dancing with Monsters Witcher Dubstep. <laughs> And it was uh, obviously originally from The Witcher 3. This one was, you know, based off the music composed by, and here we go, one last time with the crazy Polish pronunciations, Marcin Czebowicz and Mikolaj Stroinski.
Yeah, I absolutely love that track. I've been getting more and more into the electronic type of music over the past two years. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. And maybe just because I've been listening to a little bit more video game music and, and they kind of go hand in hand or I don't know. I, I generally like almost every kind of music, uh, even a bit of country, which I know is one that people usually either love or hate. But uh, I'm just a fan of music in general, and I really love this version. So it's not too surprising that I'm kind of uh, getting into the electronic stuff. But uh, I just I love that how that that one feels. It's really intense, and uh, I can't say enough how excellent The Witcher Three is. I've said it a thousand times. I'll never stop saying it. You have to play that game, and you have to play the DLC. So good, um, and the books are are great too for the most part. So, uh, really cool track, and and I'm happy to share that one. So, no more Mega Man X right now, but I do have one from Mega Man Eight. This is the intro stage. It was composed by Shusaku Uchiyama, and this one is also arranged and performed by uh, Play and Listen's new favorite uh, composer arranger, Metal Tool. <laughs>
Yeah, totally love this guy. Uh, really, really can't recommend enough you check out his YouTube channel. Just type in Metal Tool. It's uh, M-E-T-A-L-L-T-O-O-L. So uh, or just copy and paste the, the stuff from the show description slash notes and you'll be able to find it. Very cool. Very uh, great um, tone and, and the way he records. Everything sounds very nice and crisp. So very, very good stuff. So yeah, you know, if, if you're new to the channel, I know there's a new batch of people catching up to um, where we're at, um, thanks to the little analytic apps and stuff, I can kind of see what episodes are being listened to the most, and, and there's a batch of people who are who are back a bit, I can tell, but, uh, you know, if, if you maybe didn't hear or missed this part, me explaining basically the way this whole thing started, I had gotten so sick and tired of the regular gaming podcasts I started seeking out independent ones, grassroots ones, etc. And um, because of you know how well I enjoyed those and, and how much I wanted to start my, my own podcast, I wanted to get my feet wet with this. I figured video games, safe, easy subject, not too hard. I'll get to learn the ropes of podcasting and uploading and, and all that. And um, it, in, in the beginning, I, I kind of intended to do more of a kind of a topics and discussions about games with a little bit of game music and then um, pretty early on decided you know let's just do a kind of like a radio show format I kind of knew I wanted to do that in the first place I should have just done it but anyway the format that we're at now is is what the show has been for the for the majority of its life and yeah so so that was that and I just enjoyed doing it so much and, and met a lot of cool people it just kept going and uh, growing and uh, it just became a kind of bigger than I expected, and it just has gotten to the point now where I really want to actually focus on that original podcast idea I wanted, and it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of research, a lot of writing. It's not going to be as kind of uh, easy um, as doing the, these episodes are, so it's you know it's just time for me to start doing that, and um, yeah, it's it's not... Like I said, it's not the end of the podcast. It's not a big deal. We're still going to do episodes, just not every week. So, But if you're not familiar, that's kind of how, how this started. That's that's how we got to where we are now. And um, like I said, the YouTube stuff, the streaming stuff, is not going away at all. If anything, that'll pick up. So um, I'm even, once I finally, eventually sit down and learn OBS completely properly on my Mac, it's a little more difficult on the Mac than it is on a PC to do. Um, I might just do live YouTube episodes of, of, of uh, play and listen and uh, might, might actually be pretty cool to do that. So um, uh, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing is off the table. We, we can try anything and, and like I said, keep the feedback coming, keep the song requests coming because as requests build up, I will definitely add um, songs to the list and, and do episodes like that. We got a few requests for this episode. Our friend Super Cooper who you might know from WDFC. Of course, got to thank those guys as well. We um, They invited me on their show. Those guys are, are great, and, uh, and and hopefully we can do more stuff again in the future. I still want to get them on uh, on here at some point, but uh, Super Cooper and I have been talking about doing an episode soon, so that's going to happen relatively soon, along with the other episodes I do have lined up. But, um, you know, he's got a... He, he sent in a bunch of awesome track requests, and I just said... Hey, why don't you just come on? We'll just do an episode and you can play your whole playlist. So, um, But yeah, we do have a few requests for this episode. So uh, yeah, we'll get to those in a little bit. 
the next few ones are the next few tracks I should say are from this guy another YouTube guy a lot of covers and rearrangements in this episode I hope that's not a I hope people you know don't feel like we we're overdoing it with that I know that's what we've kind of been doing lately but uh it's just really good stuff and, and I want to share it and, and uh, I really enjoy this stuff um, and always check out the channels you know these I'm just trying to show people like how great this music is and the stuff I've discovered um, most of it you can just listen to for free on their channel if they have a way for you to pay for it do it even you know if you can't afford to buy the whole album buy a track off of them you know they're putting their stuff up there for free so we can all enjoy it so I really highly recommend that I know I've gotten feedback with people saying that they've done that exact thing, and that, that makes me happy, you know, support these guys. But uh, anyway, I discovered this guy. He's an excellent um, classical guitar player. I mean, I'm sure he's great on electric guitar, too. But uh, um, he's he's uh, known as Jonas Lefvert. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I think the J is a Y sound. Anyway, um, this, this is from Castlevania 2. This is Bloody Tears. So this is for you there, buddy, Trav. Uncle Trav from Polykill. Uh, I know he likes this track. So, um, it was originally composed by Kenichi Matsubara, and again, this one was performed by Jonas Lefvert. I know a lot of people um, who listen to the show probably play a little bit of guitar, and um, some are probably excellent, some are probably just amateurs like me, but but anyway, anyone who, who loves playing and takes it serious knows how difficult this finger-picking style of guitar playing is and can be, especially if you didn't practice that early on. Um, that was definitely the case for me. My finger-picking skills are pretty, pretty terrible, so... Um, 
it's very impressive to me to, to see this. And it's not just the right hand work, it's the left, the fretting that, that this type of uh, playing usually incorporates. This guy in particular, he, he's playing some incredibly excellent chords that take a lot of dexterity and skill. It's, it's very, very um, impressive. And you have to watch, you have to go to this guy's YouTube channel and watch he, his, um, him actually playing. It's extremely impressive. I, I can't recommend it enough. So I hope everybody checks him out. And, and that was an awesome version. Uh, remember, this is one guy, six string, classical acoustic guitar, um, playing all the different parts for that song. Uh, it's, it's very impressive. So the next few tracks are from my favorite game series ever. Obviously, we're talking about The Legend of Zelda. I'm not going to overdo it with the Zelda stuff. We got a few in here, but um, this this next one is from is also performed by Jonas or Jonas Leffert, uh, originally composed by Koji Kondo, and it's none other than the title theme from the original Legend of Zelda. Amazing. 
great song, great performance of it. Uh, absolutely love it. So definitely check out Jonas or Jonas Leffert's channel again. Just uh, either type that in, or if you're not sure of the spelling, uh, copy and paste it from the show description on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, or YouTube. Uh, yeah, please check check these guys out. It's amazing. But uh, Zelda, I mean, Zelda, without the Legend of Zelda games, going all the way back to my my first console, the NES, it's likely I wouldn't have gotten into games the way I did. I, as a kid, was always so fascinated with with adventure and exploring. Um, I couldn't tell you how many times I got in, not in trouble, but, you know, maybe uh, a little little bit of trouble with, with my mother for going into the woods and climbing mountains I shouldn't be climbing and crazy cliffs and starting making campfires and forts and battling each other and, and just like the the closest thing I could get to an adventure as a kid and and I don't know if it, which came first chicken or egg thing if it was playing games like Zelda when I was just you know a little lad or it was just my adventurous spirit that made me connect to Zelda to begin with but they throughout the whole entire series my whole life they have you know, come out with these games and then just every single one of them captures a new aspect of that kind of adventurous spirit and just on a technical gameplay level they're always so fun I, I just they they are truly impressive games I, I can't understand how people could at not at the very least appreciate that kind of just incredible open world adventuring that it just captures that spirit of adventure so much and if if you listen to Miyamoto talk about um, his first inspirations for that, it was it was about him exploring around as a childhood as a child in Japan and going into caves and exploring stuff. I mean that spirit he captured that spirit that feeling um, incredibly well. Uh, it's just it's really something special and and I'm always excited for more Zelda and I, I can't wait. I mean after Breath of the Wild, they they really have set themselves up to make the, the Zelda games just even more impressive and, and give you more freedom. And, and I always hope that, that they'll explore some, some more darker, mature things. And there's always, there's always a good amount of that in the Zelda games, but I would not, um, I would not be afraid for them to do maybe even take it to the next level. And, uh, there's just something about that, um, impressive exploration and, and, um, I'm a, I'm just going off on a rant here. So, but anyway, you guys know I love Zelda. I know a lot of people feel the same way, and so we had to do at least some segment of the show dedicated to that game. So, next up, we have another acoustic rendition. This one's from The Wind Waker. Of course, it it would be none other than Dragon Roost Island. Um, it was originally composed by Kenta Nagata, Hajime Wakai, Toru Minagishi, and or the legendary Koji Kondo. This version was performed and arranged by a YouTuber who goes by The Only Deer Alive.
Next up, one of my favorite songs from my absolute favorite game. This is the Spirit Temple theme from The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Of course, composed by Koji Kondo, and this one was arranged and performed by Field of Reeds and Patty Rudisil. That track, in any format, the original um, or a rearrangement, has always been so um, like mesmerizing, hypnotizing. That part of the game, when when I first encountered it, I remember just thinking how like creep, not creepy, like mystical that whole thing was, especially with the time travel aspect and getting to this temple and and seeing stuff that you clearly can't do. Um, in, in the child form. So uh, just love that. Just a total sense of mystery with that spirit temple. And I always wanted to see what, you know, what was that place like when there were actually people there worshiping or whatever. It was uh, very cool. Love that part of the game. Love that track. 
So again, I can't say it enough. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, we'll be back with more episodes, just not going to do them every week. Um, thanks again to everybody who's helped, contributed, and submitted tracks, the whole thing, guests, everybody. Thank you all so much. Um, you know, we'll all be in touch. Don't forget, still hit up that email, still send in your requests. Um, obviously, we're still going to be doing the YouTube stuff and streaming, if not more. Um, and yeah, please click the Discord link. That's a great way to just stay in touch in general. And uh, there's a section there for the podcast within that Discord server. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, episode 100, here it is. I hope everybody has a great week and and uh, great days ahead of them. Let's hear Nocturne from Forza Horizon 2. This one is composed by Kino.
You guys didn't really think I was going to end the show like that. Come on. Please tell me you didn't fall for that. At the very least, you should have seen how much time was left on this episode. Just kidding. So, yes, that was from Forza Horizon 2. That one was titled Nocturne, composed by Kino. Uh, I just got that for free with the Games with Gold and, and was checking it out. I don't know why I don't play more racing games. I always enjoy what I play. It just, for some reason, I can't get into them. Like, when I play them, I get into them, but I just don't, like, ever look forward to them. I don't know what it is. But uh, messing around with that and hearing that song, I was like, wow, that is very cool. Next, we have another non-video game music track. I know, I'm not supposed to do that. But uh, there is excellent music out there. Because I know there are people who don't listen to much normal music. If you go around on the VGM forums and boards on the internet and comment sections, you will often see people talking about that exact thing. This, you know, I only listen to VGM. It's the only music I really like. And I, just as I hope people who don't listen to video game music will give it a shot, I, I hope those people who have come to only listen to video game music will, will listen to some other stuff. So this is another cool lo-fi hip-hop track. This one is titled Eternal Youth, and it was composed and performed by Rude. amount of hip-hop uh, growing up um, not not as much as the the other music I like but once I discovered the kind of alternative or indie 
artists out there and specifically the instrumental stuff um, I guess the kids call it lo-fi now um, I really got into it and, and I'm a huge fan and uh, it feels like this is the kind of if I was to to compose hip-hop this is the kind of music I would probably come up with myself and, and uh, so it naturally just feels right to me and, and I enjoy it quite a bit um, I recommend if you dig this kind of music just type in check out those those 24 7 streams um, just type in lo-fi hip-hop radio 24-7 uh, even if you just type in lo-fi hip-hop it'll probably pop up and you'll see uh, there, there's a bunch of channels you can tell the good ones by by the artwork it's always some like animated um, anime girl like taking notes or like listening to music it's like a little chill scene a bunch of them are, are the girl in space and stuff um pretty cool art and uh yeah check check those out the, the music is great but uh you'll know you're in the right spot if you see like a little anime girl or kid and and uh you hear this kind of lo-fi hip-hop and and uh yeah i recommend listening to it. it's really really good stuff so that's gonna bring us to something I, I was was debating if I was going to do for this episode but but it's it's a part of of the last two years um, musically and it's been a part of the podcast and, and the YouTube channel and I, I want to share and talk about a few of the tracks I came up with and, and composed and recorded that were 100% inspired by by game music uh, I've been playing and recording um, mostly acoustic and like heavier music for for years now uh, just a hobby of mine something I enjoy uh, did a bit of it when when I was uh, when I had a band and so I never really messed around with with much of the kind of electronic types of music the hip-hop the um, electronic whatever whatever you want to call it <laughs> whatever it is uh, um, and also I, I got I started messing around a bit with the more classical-oriented stuff. I would not call any of my tracks classical, but but they have a, some um, some of them have a bit of that in it. And anyway, it's from doing this podcast and, and listening to a ton of this music that that I got into it. And and uh, like I said, I'm not I'm not the greatest uh, composer ever, but um, I'm happy with how some of the songs came out, and I have gotten some good feedback and. I figured why not share a few of them one more time and uh, you can find them on on the YouTube page again which is youtube.com slash play and listen it's uh, I think the playlist is original music uh, you'll find it there but anyway let's hear a few of these again all composed by yours truly this first one is titled Imperator and I will kind of go over why I, I gave it that name and, and what, what the vibe I was going for is with that uh, when, when we get back after hearing it. So let's hear Imperator.
So, we all know I'm a huge fan of the Halo games, and to a lesser extent the Destiny games, um, and specifically the music that goes with them. So, the nature of that music is kind of what I felt like I could do that would be similar to, to other video game music, and, and that being the mix of kind of rock and roll drums and rhythms and kind of a pop format to the songs with a bit of the classical stuff. So Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore, we've talked about them a lot. They're the kind of the main guys for, for Halo and, and the early Destiny stuff. They, they've got this kind of rock and classical thing that they mix together. I had never really heard before until that point. I'm sure it existed in some form, but uh, it always kind of, it just caught my ear, it still does, and I felt like I could kind of pull that stuff off, and that's, that, that one we just heard is a good example of how I interpret that kind of music, and as far as how I write and, and compose songs, and, and I'm sure other people do the same thing, um, it, I kind of, like, sir, when I hear a song, I always picture situations and, and and I get a certain vibe and scenario it could be anything from uh, a specific emotion you know this is this is common I'm sure lots of people I know lots of people will say you know this song sounds sad or this song's happy I mean it's abstract it doesn't necessarily make sense but we all know it when we hear it right but uh, for me it, it gets a little bit more um, specific than that I guess where I can picture scenarios. Maybe this I hear a song and I think of it, it reminds me of driving down the country road or something. Uh, we we spoke earlier about how that first track we let in with just was like cruising down the ocean boulevard and you know with with some good friends and the top down on a nice convertible kind of thing. Um, and I know other people get that kind of thing with music too. Not everybody does. Some people don't have that kind of abstract sense with it, but. Anyway, for this song, Imperator, I was listening to, at the time, it was I listened to several history podcasts, and, and I love Roman history, and we were up to the point where, um, Ellen, we'll do a little history nerdiness for you, um, the first Roman emperor, uh, Augustus, uh, Octavian, Octavius, depending on, on what history you're looking at, what time period, um, there was was a bunch of civil wars that he was involved in, and basically the famous Mark Antony, which anyone who knows anything about a little bit about history or uh, Shakespeare will, will know, and him had had a shaky alliance for 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 a long time, and finally it, it all came to a head, and you know uh, there was a large naval battle between Augustus and Marcus Agrippa, his his right hand man, and Mark Antony and Cleopatra, and Augustus was victorious. And so there's been plenty of interpretations, but the general one was that like Augustus was pretty ruthless. He, he did care about Rome and wanted to make it better, but, but he was kind of cold. People, I think people, historians, contemporary historians described him as having a, a cold, cold gray eyes, and, and he was a cold kind of person. But when you actually read some read deep into the material and get some research that's not necessarily the case and I, I i i don't know if it was because i was listening to it before i went to bed or something but i had had a dream where basically i was on the his his boat 
his trireme, whatever they were called back then, coming back after the, the battle. And he was, at that point, he wasn't called emperor at that point. It's kind of weird. The, the terminology we use doesn't necessarily match up, but he was de facto the man at that point. He kind of already was, but that was it. He was the man. And people were praising him and throwing, you know, riches at him and wanting to kiss his feet and like, I got this vibe that he was kind of mournful of it. He didn't want to have to do that. Um, he was tired of these civil wars and tired of Romans killing each other, but he felt that in order for the overall Roman Empire, which kind of that's when it starts, be the Republic ends there and becomes the Empire at, from that point forward. Again, this is the quick version. Uh, it's there's lots of arguments about when stuff starts and ends. I just got this sense that he was very mournful. So you can see how how this might sound like nonsense to everybody, but you can see how I got a very specific vibe from the returning emperor after after a huge battle. He's got his glorious victory. He's the man now. He has everything. He has the world in his palm, and it's not. He doesn't feel necessarily like that. And I felt that that song, I was able to kind of capture a bit of that triumphant epicness, but there's a clear mournful sadness to it, especially when you get to the end with that um, very Asian-sounding uh, instrument there, which I can never pronounce, Urthu or Urhu, however it's pronounced. So you can see these kind of ideas, how and my interests and scenarios I picture and some I, that I experience can inspire a certain scenario with a song. And I just kind of turn it into what um, vibe I'm getting from it within within that crazy collection of, of thoughts there and, and, and turn it into something. But uh, it's not always the case. Sometimes it's something very basic that, that inspires me to do the track. So with that being said, let's hear our next one. This one is titled Humble in Victory. And this is basically a end of halo end of destiny boss fight credits music kind of thing so uh let's hear humble in victory Thank you. 
so yeah, again, no crazy uh, specific scenario or fever dreams to inspire that one. That's just basically how I would interpret the kind of credit song for, for the end of a Halo or, or Destiny uh, story. But um, so, so for the more classical sounding stuff, I pretty much do it all digitally. Uh, I use like a MIDI controller, which is basically just think of it as a keyboard. And um, then I program the, the drum beats. Now I, I play the drums. Um, I haven't been playing much lately because my drum kit is a piece of crap and it's fallen apart. It would sound horrible if I recorded it. But now that I have the space and stuff, I would like to get another drum kit. And um, not that the, the drum beats and rhythms I, I have for these songs are bad, but it's a little more difficult for me to get the kind of nuances and accents in there that uh, I would want if I was actually playing the kit. So um, there, there's things that I would improve with these tracks over time. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of that one. I like that one. Um, that's another thing too. Like once the song is recorded and I'm done mixing it and I can actually just listen to it as a complete thing and maybe I forget even some of the parts what I was playing, like it, it's almost like being able to to listen to, to a track that I didn't even come up with. I know that sounds crazy, but that I know... Again, I've spoken to people who, who write and record music and say they'll say similar things like, oh my god, I forgot about that song. I don't even remember playing it. It's uh, cool. You know, I'm happy to hear that again. And that's kind of what what's going on with that one. So this next one is titled Glory. Um, I don't remember why I even called it that. Um, I don't think... I think maybe I was playing like Near Automata at the time and, and just needed a name for the song. And, and there's that phrase in the game, Glory to Mankind. Or maybe it was when I had uh, Revan and Rosin on, and, uh, or Rosen, and uh, they shared their Near Automata arrangement album. And, and I think the word might have just been on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, this one is, it's, there was an earlier version of the song I recorded. Um, across the sea of the sky and that one was more just like a loop track to to play behind uh one of my halo montages i, I record for uh youtube but but anyway this this one is kind of a more uh i don't know personal emotional version of of that melody and uh i just like this one a lot it's got a very kind of soothing vibe to it which again i'm, I'm happy i was able to capture so so let's hear this track glory
love using that, the combination of that Asian instrument there um, and that female choir vocal with the, like all that reverb on it just kind of like washes over you and gives you this very soothing, relaxing effect. So I'm a huge fan of that, but it does kind of make the song a bit, uh, it just, um, I don't know if it works so great with a faster paced, uh, higher tempo song, but uh, anyway, yeah, that one is Glory. And then finally, the last one we're going to share for now is one called Implosion. Now, this one, I think the only reason I called it Implosion was because uh, the drum sound that I used in it, uh, I remember I was trying to, because I'd recorded a, like a demo version of it, I, I was trying to remember which exact drum tone I was using, drum beat, whatever, and um, in my head I was saying it's the one that sounds like the drums are kind of backwards or they're imploding on themselves, which is, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how they do it, but I think, so if you, say you were recording a, you hit a snare, right? Hey, a snare drum or whatever, and you flipped, you cut that piece of sound, right? And you reversed it, so you're hearing this, the the last part of the hit first and vice versa. So, and, um, you know, that's like a thing that's, that's done in electronic music and hip-hop a decent amount. So let's hear this track, Implosion.
yes, a uh, couple different things going on with those songs, a couple different styles, yet they're still kind of similar, and um, yeah, I don't know, I, I think they're fine, I think they're good, I think they'd work, I don't know, maybe one day I'll try to put something together and, and do a soundtrack for an indie game, who knows, but um, yeah, it's a lot of fun recording, I love music, it's one of the most important aspects of my life, always has been, and uh, I'm happy to share those tracks with you guys again, and I hope people dig them. Feel free to download them. They're on YouTube, you know. If you're going to post them out there, maybe, you know, send, give, them a, give them a little credit my way, maybe. But uh, <laughs> do whatever you want with them. Listen to them. Share them. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to a few community requests. We're getting close. We're getting close to the final stretch here, guys. So this first one is from our friend Messenger, who was one of our guests a few episodes back. This is a little sample from the new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which I'm super excited for if I ever get my damn Switch back from my brother. He told me he was going to beat Zelda in a couple weeks. He was going to play it nonstop. I don't even know if he's beaten half of the uh, Divine Beast yet. I mean, come on, guy. But, uh, yeah, this is the Galaga medley. It's a preview. And, um, yeah, this one's from our friend The Messenger. Definitely a short and sweet little preview, but uh, very cool. I can't wait to, to play some Smash again. It's been so long. The last one I played any significant amount of was was uh, Brawl, and uh, Brawl was probably my least favorite. Uh, I didn't play almost any of the Wii U version, but Melee and 64 Smash, OG Smash, I mean, I played a ton of that game, so I'm really excited to get back into Smash Bros. like I did with uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, I, I think I'll be playing it quite a bit. So, yeah, thanks for that one, Messenger. We got a few more from him. This one, though, is from our friend Arsenator. This is from Arma 2. It's Arma 2 Operation Arrowhead. And this one's called Good Morning T-Stan. And I totally forgot to look up the composer, so I'll find that out while we're listening to this track.
That was probably your best submission yet, Arsenator. Not that the other ones were bad, but that was good, man. I really like that track. That's that one's giving me some kind of summer summer vibes too. I could see like that. That'd be like in a a '90s, early 2000s like action movie, like Mission Impossible 2 or something. It would be like the the uh, not the intro song, but like you know, there's always the intro to the movie, the action movie, and then the the scene where you're introduced to the main character. Like that's what would be playing for that. And uh, yeah, that's a really cool one. I I like that track a lot, buddy. Good good choice. Keep sending them in. So, we got two more from our buddy, The Messenger. This one is, we've featured a version of this before, and from what I understand, it's the same track throughout the game, but it changes depending on the way you build your plane. This um, this one is from Luftrausers, and, and it was uh, titled The Original. So I'm guessing, uh, from what I read, that's like the original, there's a parts, I guess they're all called blank original version or something like that so uh, this is that version of the Luftrauser song we i think uh, our buddy brent uh from shortpause.com re- requested uh some something from Luftrausers before and this this was a variation of that song so anyway let's hear the original from Luftrausers as requested by our friend the messenger and this one was composed by jukio kozilek kalio I did look up that composer for that Arma 2 track, and uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to pronounce that name. I'm not even going to try. It would just be, uh, it would, I would, it's just too hard. You'll see. It's in the, it's in the show description, so, so definitely check that out. 
Um, usually when I see all those different accents with the, you know, over the letters, it's, you know, Spanish is fine, Italian fine, the, the Latin uh, romance languages, you can usually figure it out, but uh, with a little bit of knowledge, but this, I don't know what's going on there, so uh, no no point in, in me trying to destroy that guy's name, no, no need for that, so. Anyway, it's all in the show description. But yeah, that was from Luftrausers, uh, the original, composed by Jukio Kozlek Kalio. And uh, that was com uh, requested by our friend The Messenger. It's been a while since we recorded an episode this long. I'm getting all uh, tongue-tied here. But uh, anyway, thanks again for that, Messenger. And we have one more from him. This one is from a game called Racing Hero. This is track one. And it was composed by Hikoshi Hashimoto. Messenger always bringing the uh, 
upbeat tracks. I love it. And uh, yeah, that that's totally a Sega arcade song. Like you, it just immediately as soon as it starts, you're like, okay, that's definitely Sega, and that's definitely an arcade game. Uh, at least to my ears, anyway. So, all right, that's gonna bring us to the home stretch, guys. Episode 100 coming coming close to its end here. So, it's the next one again. Another another non-gaming track but this is uh i love this guy and i know this guy is a gamer himself um he goes by the name situ i or maybe that's just his name uh i've never heard a name like that but i'm pretty sure it's just his uh um artist name if you will but uh this this one is titled the andromedan part two mystic village and uh that's a progressive rock thing where you you have a big long track like a song and you break it up into these different pieces and there's part one part two like it's Pink Floyd uh, thing um, you know the uh, from the wall uh, obvious why am I drawing a blank we don't need no education you know there's part one through whatever for so it's that kind of thing and um, yeah it's it's really good this guy's awesome it's that instrumental progressive metal that I love and uh, I, I like this guy's take on that style of music so so again let's hear the andromedan part two mystic village from sithu i
Well, everybody, this is going to bring us to the end of episode 100. Thank you all so much for listening. This is a nice long episode. It actually seemed like it was going to be even longer, but uh, we kind of kind of went through those last few ones pretty quickly there, so uh, no big deal. Whatever the show needs is what, what it will be. And again, thank you all so much, everybody who's been listening, whether it was since the last episode or from the beginning, or if you listened to a few, left and came back, whatever the case might be, thank you all for listening. Thanks to everybody, whenever you're that batch of people who are listening, when you get caught up to this this episode, thanks for making it this far. Um, there will definitely be more stuff up by that point for them. And again, thanks to everybody so much for 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 helping out all the guests, everybody who came on, uh, mentioned them earlier in the show to make sure I didn't forget. And if I did miss somebody, please don't take it personal. Uh, you can even write in and remind me to, uh, to, to thank you and I wouldn't be mad at you at all. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I want to make sure everybody checks out www.shortpause.com. Absolutely have to check their site and their YouTube page youtube.com slash the short pause and uh the short pause gaming podcast on all the all the platforms itunes soundcloud stitcher TuneIn. Uh, i think it's even on spotify the the youtube page twitch mixer everywhere um thanks so much to the guys from polykill polykill.com uh polykill podcast same thing wherever you can find a podcast you can find it in their youtube page um i forget the url I, i'm subscribed to i think it's just youtube.com slash polykill if you just type in polykill podcast into youtube you'll find it and of course for um the original next level gaming podcast um which is on youtube and twitch and mixer and everywhere uh check all of that stuff out too again wouldn't have been able to do any of the any of the uh things i've done with play and listen whether it's the podcast youtube or streams without those three specifically and uh a special thanks to our friends at WDFC. I will continue to upload their their uh, podcast episodes to the RSS feed as long as they want me to and as long as the RSS feed is there. So I hope everybody's been enjoying them. Those guys are great, funny guys, good stuff, down to earth. Again, regular just working folk who love their games. So uh, connection there uh, on that alone with those guys. So And uh, of course, thanks to Jason from Scarlet Moon Productions and Materia Collective and all the guests that I got to have on. Um, yeah, thank you all so much. Uh, appreciate it very much. It's, it's been a ton of fun, and, and there will be more fun to be had, just uh, not as frequent, you know. So, with that being said, let's do it one last time here. You can find the Play and Listen podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash Play and Listen. If you want to submit a track, which I recommend you do, again, I will do episodes when the requests come in. You can uh, do that by emailing us at podcastplayandlisten at gmail.com. You can message myself on Twitter at playandlisten. Or you can join our Discord server by clicking the link in the description, which I recommend. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and send your feedback as well. It's still important. Uh, who knows, maybe I end up hating my other podcast idea and, and I come back to this. You know, I never know. I could use that feedback. It's important anyway. And uh, if you listen, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you may listen. That stuff still helps tremendously. All these episodes are still going to be up there. So the more people we can get listening, the more people, um, you know, we can still grow the community. And like I said, the YouTube stuff is not going away. The streams aren't going away. If anything, they're going to pick up. 
and we may very well end up just doing a live version of the show on YouTube as a stream. So, it, um, again, keep keep uh, keep in touch and keep keep the stuff coming in. All all that is uh, very important. And uh, of course, you can follow uh, the streams and and all the YouTube stuff. Just check out because we do it all simultaneously to youtube.com slash play and listen mixer.com slash delune 1989 so that's d-e-l-u-n-e 1989 and twitch.tv slash play and listen and again everything's always in the description so you can just click the link copy and paste it whatever it may be and uh if for some reason it doesn't work you you can email me and, and help me out or join the and I'll help you out, or, or you can join the Discord and uh, get in touch with me that way. So I check the Discord at least once a day, if not more. So uh, definitely definitely a good, good way to stay in touch. So let's send ourselves off with, and we'll see if, if uh, longtime listeners should be able to figure this out, why we're going out with this track. But this is a version of Sigma's Fortress 2 from Mega Man X. This is, you know, it's, it's a, it's pretty much when I say one-to-one, like it's not, it doesn't like the note, they don't necessarily change the the notes that much. I mean, it might be in a different key, but, uh, it's pretty much the same as far as the structure goes as the original track. And this version was composed and arranged by Sigmix, S-Y-G-M-X. So check them out on YouTube, and and I really, really love this version. So again, without further ado, let's send ourselves off with Mega Man X Light in the Fortress, which is Sigma Stage 2, and this was arranged by Sigmix. Thank you all one more time so much for listening. I'll catch everybody on YouTube or in the Discord or on the uh, episodes in the future. Hope everybody has a great week, great month, great year, whenever we uh, talk again. Until then, so long.
All right, that's a wrap. You're done? That's it? That's it. 100 episodes, done. But you didn't play the Mario song. Oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs>